Welcome to Sofa Gamers Raw. What up, podcast? Bex here. I hope you guys are having a great day. First of all, I wanted to say sorry for the delay on this episode. Normally, the Sofa Gamers Raw podcast launches a new episode every Tuesday and every Friday. Today is Saturday, so it's one day after the scheduled day for release. I want to say sorry for that, for that delay. I had a very full day yesterday and I arrived to the end of the day pretty depleted and I didn't organize myself in the best way for the podcast to launch at time. And I'm gonna share something interesting that is kind of related to the previous episode of the podcast about mistakes. And it's about the mistake that I did that ended up leaving me here with this delay. So you know when in life you have many things undone that compound and the more time you spend without actually doing them the bigger they seem so that was kind of what happened yesterday there was a series of things that were not so big but i kept leaving them undone so they kept accumulating and well yesterday it really had to to happen so my day was completely full because of mistakes I made, I wasn't able to deliver on time. So that's what happens when we don't organize ourselves well, when we don't prioritize what's important, then it ends up compounding and reaching a point that sometimes it's not the best, you know, but that's how we learn. And when these things happen, we just have to look back and do things better next time. So just wanted to quickly share this before advancing to today's topic of the podcast, which is resistance. The resistance we have as humans to make changes. If you notice, I don't know if you do this, if you don't do this, for sure you know someone that does. There's always a person that whenever you kind of ask for something that's gonna imply change in that person's life, or in the routine or in doing it differently that kind of goes out of the comfort zone what's the first reaction we have when presented with challenges like these we resist right we normally say no it's like the no comes out even before we ask ourselves what's going on what's really that question about what's it gonna bring to us as it's gonna cause discomfort or a change that we don't want, we automatically throw a no. And don't get me wrong, saying no is very good in many situations in life. We can talk about that in an upcoming episode of the podcast. But in this case, it's just a reflex that we shoot that comes out in the form of a no. But if we, if we take some time to analyze what was being asked to us, we would probably do it, you know? But that first reaction is always no. Try to, to, to check this example. Sometimes you are having a casual conversation with someone, with your friends or family or whatever. You are sharing an experience or a point of view and suddenly the other person replies to you, even if you ask the question or if it's part of the conversation, and the person tells you no. And then it says something regarding what you are discussing. Even if right after comes a yes, but if you see 
many times people say no. And often there's no consciousness about this. There's an automatic no that comes out of our mouth right away before we even think about what's being talked about or what it's being requested to us. You experience this, I believe. This is very common. I see it a lot and I remember a few people, friends and everything, that that's normally the, um, the reaction. It's funny, it's super interesting to, to see this. And being kind of an involuntary thing, it already shows a bit the predisposition we have to change or to see things differently. For example, this podcast. I give you my point of view. It's my opinion regarding different subjects every week. When you listen to this, you'll probably say, come on, dude, you're... No, that doesn't make sense. I don't agree. And I would tell you, that's fine. We don't have to agree on everything. We might not even agree with anything. And that's just fine. Everyone has their own opinion. If it makes sense or no, well, that's debatable, like always. It will depend on our context of life, on our upbringing, on our education, on our social background, on where we want to go, in the self-confidence we have, in how we see our life going, what we want to achieve, what we want to be as human being. All that amalgamate of things will contribute to you agreeing with someone or no, you being more in tune or more aligned with someone or something. So just to say that it's fine not agreeing and it's okay to talk about it and to discuss it even with different points of view. But regarding the resistance we put to change, let me just give you another example approaching two areas that are talked about very frequently when it comes to a better way of living. Food and working out, doing exercise. If you see habits, they tend to stick or we tend to stick to habits to make more sense, right? We choose an array of things in our life, we stick to them and we do them. So this creates that sensation of comfort, a sensation of safety. Routines are not necessarily a bad thing. Actually, if we live without routines, we would be a complete mess. Even if many of us disregard having a life completely full of routines. Being free doesn't mean that you don't have a routine. Probably the opposite. If you have a good routine, you will feel pretty free. But again, that's another topic. What I want to say is, if you have a good or a bad habit for you, it's the same, right? If you stick with a good habit or if you choose to stick with a bad habit, it's the same. If you are disciplined to work out every day of your week or two times a week or three times a week, doesn't matter. If you have a routine, if you have it scheduled, if it's part of your calendar, if it's part of your week, no matter what, you will do that workout routine and keep it consistent, right? Doesn't matter if it's two, three, four, five times or more. If you gained the habit of working out a specific number of times during your week, and if you keep doing that for a month, two, three, six, one year, it's easy for you. It's part of the routine. It's a habit already. You kind of cannot live without doing that. Now, the opposite is also true. If you are not used to work out, that's your routine. It's a habit not working out. 
and you will stick to that habit of not working out. Whenever someone will tell you that it will be good for your health to do exercise, you will resist, right? Because you don't want to do it. You can say to yourself, you don't like, you don't need, that you're good, etc. You will create a series of excuses not to change. But if you have that routine of working out and you don't do the workout, if you don't exercise your body, which also exercises your mind, you will not feel good if you miss it, right? So it's the same. You don't want to change. But in this case, it's a positive thing not to change a good habit. But what I wanted to say is sticking with a good habit or a bad habit kind of takes the same amount of energy, mentally speaking. It's a choice that you made and you will do it or you will not do it. The same applies to eating healthier. It's exactly the same. If you are trying to change your eating habits to have better food in your plate throughout your week, it's an option. Now, if you have very bad habits eating, if you, if you eat a lot of processed food, a lot of unhealthy fats and so on and so on, you will not want to change. The first thing that your body will say is that, no, dude, I'm fine with that. I don't want to change the way I eat. And then your brain kind of struggles there, right? It's a battle between your mind and your body because even if your mind sometimes won't, your body will send, will sabotage your mind sending chemicals as signals to make you needy because you are addicted to those types of food. All this to say the choice is yours. If you want to stick with healthier habits, habits that will increase your lifespan, increase your health, make you happier, make you have more energy, making you be more mentally focused and so many other great things, you have the choice to investigate, to go to nutritionists, to talk with people that understand what they're talking about regarding food and healthy habits or doing exercise. Because you might think sometimes that you are eating better, but remember this, we are all different. We all have different biological systems, even if we are all humans. And the kind of diet that can be perfect for someone might not be good for the person that is close to you. You know, it doesn't mean that one fits all at all. Whatever you choose, try to check food allergies, go to good nutritionists, consume information from reliable sources and people, educate yourself in the matter so you can actually have the kind of diet that suits you best and that makes you feel healthier and happier. That's super important as well. And the same applies to workout. Some people like to work out long periods of time, very hard, but it is known that after a point, exercise starts to cause inflammation in your body. So instead of you in the medium and long term be giving something healthy for your body, you might be starting a health problem that maybe a few years from now will manifest. So try to understand and realize what kind of healthy eating habits work for you. And when it comes to workout, the same. Not everyone has to go to the gym. I never liked going to the gym. I have different ways of doing workouts, you know, no repetition, using just the weight of my body, working, breathing pretty strong, doing strength and flexibility, just relying on my physical body, 
not using external devices, but that's me. Working concentration, meditation, relaxation, gratitude, and so many other things, but that's me. It might work for you as well, and it might not. So it's just important to figure out what works best for you so you can live a longer and healthier life with more happiness, with more longevity, and at the same time, feeling that it is aligned with what you want and who you are. And just to finalize here, the part of real life when it comes to creating resistance and being always in a struggle to change, feel free to always contact me by email. The email is in the description of this episode and any other episode. You can DM me on my social media, Instagram or Twitter, or you can even send me a voice message through the podcast. The link is also in the description of the episode. And if you want more help, just reach out. I'm here to help. I'm here to contribute with my expertise, with what I know, with my professional life. And just want you guys to know that at any point, you can always reach out and send me a message. Now closing this part of real life regarding resistance, how can this manifest itself in the realm of video games? One of the things that I think right away when I, I think of it is regarding people that don't play video games. Still, they have a very strong opinion about it, about what it is, what it does, and how harmful it might be. Weird, no? First of all, in my point of view, it's a huge contradiction that someone who doesn't use, who doesn't like, who never played or never plays video games, knows so much about it. And normally, you might have experienced this as well, it's, uh, it's a very strong opinion on so many negative points regarding video games, right? You've heard a bunch of people talking about it for sure, saying how bad video games are for kids and how video games are for kids and so many other stereotypes. I talked about stereotypes in the past episode 22 of the podcast. It's back in August, so feel free to check that episode. I talk about plenty of the stereotypes associated with video games. But basically that's it, right? You have a very strong opinionated people talking about something that they have no knowledge about. They just have an opinion because of following the herd in terms of speech, in terms of vision and thought. In a way, if you look at it, when you see a lot of people, no matter the subject, talking about it so passionately, but then they never used, they never interacted with that medium. It's strange, right? It sounds, and it is, normally just a herd response. You just follow what most people say because you don't have knowledge about it, but still you think you have. And that's fine as well. My point is here, because we are talking about resistance, is that group of people not showing openness at all to experience the medium. If you tell them, okay, you think this is for kids or you think it's bad for you because of this and that that you are exposing here to me, so come home. Well, not now because we are in the middle of a pandemic and it's locked down in many countries and here in Portugal it's like that. But let's say this is not happening. You would say, okay, come home or I take my console, 
to your house and let's play together for an hour or two and then you will tell me what you think. They might change opinion. If you think about so many of the technologies that started to happen in the world, it always creates a huge resistance. When the printed press came along, when radio appeared, when TV became a reality, when internet showed up, right? And the same happens with a lot of the apps we, we use almost daily. Facebook started being used by teenagers in a university and then it spread and it was mainly young people. What happened back then? All the old people, all the parents started to say that's crap, that's bad, this and that. What happens now after like 15 years? They all use it and the teenagers, they don't use it anymore and they say that's for old people. See how things change? But in the beginning, we all resist. We all create resistance. And when it comes to video games, that's huge too. So if there's the possibility, when someone comes with this speech, let's invite those people to play video games. They might change opinion. Who knows? It's just a natural resistance that often doesn't have a ground. It just comes out of the mouth. Like that no that I was talking about in the beginning. You just say no because you say no. <laughs> you don't even know why sometimes. And when it comes to video games, it's the same. Resistance. Not good because XYZ. But those who play, they know how good it is, how it can bring so much goodness in the world. And just to finalize, in the beginning when there was a lot of studies about video games, when they really started scientists and scholars and universities and psychologists, they all started to study video games and making studies about it. Oh, video games are bad for the brain. They make you like a zombie nerd, blah, blah, blah. Being a bit sarcastic, but it was more or less like this. All the studies were focused on the negative sides of playing video games. But if you look at it, they have negative sides. Addiction being one of the big ones among them. That's undeniable. But that's pretty much it with most things in life. Everything has a downside almost. Lately, and when I say lately, it's five years or more, five to ten years, I guess, more or less, plenty of those studies started to be focused on the positives of video games. What can you do? That's how humans are. <laughs> we study the good sides, we study the bad sides, all the good stuff, all the bad stuff, negativity, positivity, in a way, it's a choice. But in the end, let me just finalize with this, in the end, most of it comes to balance. You can't be too grounded, you can't be too head in the clouds. There's balance, right? You shouldn't be too skinny, you shouldn't be obese, middle term. And the list goes on. So excessive action and excessive inertia, not good. In the middle, it's where normally the virtue is, as they say. So with this, I finalize today's episode of the podcast. But before I'm out of here, just the usual request. Please share the podcast with your friends. Talk about it. If you have a talk or a discussion with someone and you heard it here in the podcast, share it. If you think that what you heard can help someone, send the link to your friends. You never know who might be needing to hear a message of support, of encouragement for you to keep going. So share the podcast with your friends. 
share it in your social media when you are listening take a screenshot tag me i will do the same for you giving you a big shout out in my socials and here in the podcast and also send me your voice messages it's there as i said before link in the description of each episode click or tap that button record your voice i will have your voice in the podcast that's so awesome i would love to have you here for real your real voice here in an upcoming episode Please do that. Send me a message saying whatever you want, a question, saying you don't agree, saying that you liked something, whatever, you know, just send me a message. And finally, leave your five-star review if you like what you hear, if you listen to the podcast in a platform that allows for reviews. So that's it for today, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in, for listening to today's episode of the podcast. And I hope to see you guys soon, really soon, for another episode of the show. Until then, take care, my friends, and have a great day.